Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm terrific. How are you? But I'll tell you what, you know, we got a lot off our chest before the show started today. We're, we're about 25, 30 minutes late here. I apologize for that. <laughs> Just uh, getting a little therapy session in with uh, Adam before the show. You know, that's what I, it's, it's, it's pretty much what this podcast has become is therapy for me. It's a little coach's therapy. Yeah, a little coach's therapy. We're trading therapy. stories. Yeah, yeah, a little coach's therapy. That, you know what they say, uh, those that can't do, teach. And I, I feel Boy, like that's the case for me too. But I'm going to tell you what I feel like lately. Lately, I am known as being a coach. Like everyone calls me coach. Everyone's hey, coach. That just makes me feel like the guy that can never do it. <laughs> but also a little good too. It's kind of nice that people look up to you as a coach, right? I guess. I, I like. I guess. So. Anyway, we got a big show today, bud. So we've got our NFL picks as we always do. Yes, sir. Uh, which I'm in, I'm excited to see how we did because I was up three games. We tied last week. I I'll, stayed up three games. We'll get into that in a second. I'll bet you're excited. Uh, I know that I'm pretty sure I had the Bengals because I I picked the Bengals and I think they were three and a half when I picked them, and they lost by three. So. I could be wrong. Maybe I missed that. Maybe it was three. Anyway, uh, Major League Baseball uh, is now the the American League Championship Series is set. We'll get into a little bit of the playoffs there. And, of course, we will save for after that everyone's favorite segment, the NBA. The NBA, (laughs) my friend, is back, starts next week. We're going to get a little – we'll throw our picks out for Eastern Conference and Western Conference uh, champions, and then who's going to win the finals? We won't get too deep into it for you guys. No. It's not going to be too crazy. Keep it light. Um, stick stick with us through it because after that, my friend, might be the greatest Mount Rushmore we have ever had on this show. Agreed. I'll leave it at that. And then and then the goat is the comedy segment. The 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 comedy stand up comedy goat self self proclaimed self proclaimed <laughs> as some would say. And a lot of others would say, canceled. Not going to happen. No. Anyway, we'll get into that, too, because there's a whole lot to go into Dave Chappelle's new comedy special, The Closer. So we'll get into that at the very very end. We just said before we did this, we're like, oh, man, we've been talking way too long. We'll breeze through this real quick. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's a, we got a lot to do. We got we a got, lot here. We got a lot. I hope you're working from home tomorrow because this might be a late night. <laughs> I, I sure am. Perfect. I, I've, I've been planning those days, planning my, planning my Thursdays at home for sure. I like it. I like it. Yep. All right, so let's get started. NFL picks, number one, did you get a chance to make your NFL picks? I sure did. Ah, boy. So while I was talking your ear off about nothing, you got your picks in. That's good. Before we do that, let's hear where the standing set for the two of us going in to week six. Chris, last week you had another two in one week. Mm. Another mm. two in one week. I had another one in two weeks. Ooh. Got that another makes, game on him. That makes a four game difference. I'm five and ten on the year. You're nine and six on the year. So now we go into week six. Week six already. I'll tell you, football season Dude, flies. It always does, doesn't it? It does. It always flies. It, it, NFL and you know I'm I, we're we're high school. We follow high school sports. I I go to all the elder games and all that. It's there. It's week nine this week for, in nine. high school. Isn't that crazy? Almost over. Yeah. My uh, so we have a uh, uh, one of the boys on our on our baseball team his grandpa 75 years old bob clark if you're watching 
happy uh, 70 belated 75th birthday to you. Yes, he, he was talking the other day about we played fall ball this year for baseball. And he has season tickets to Elder, and he's like, I barely got to see any any Elder games because we had six weeks of fall ball. So yeah. he's just now getting to use his his uh, Elder tickets. Good for him. We appreciate everything you do for the team, Mister Clark. Yes, sir. Happy anyway, birthday. Anyway, the the game the year is flying by. We're I mean we're literally almost halfway through. We're we're uh, just a few weeks from being halfway through the season already. Adam. I'm going to let you go first since you got it, and I'm going to do what I do and go off the cusp. All right. You always let me go first. I do. That's sweet of you. You know, it's just the little things. It's the little (laughs) things, bud. Chris, I'm I'm going against my some of my normal philosophies on picking these games. Can't hurt. I exactly (laughs) exactly. I'm gonna I out of necessity. I have to. Sorry. I normally do. That was mean. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to get. I'm going to get my head kicked in this week just for that comment. (laughs) No, you won't because I never pick the Bengals and I'm picking the Bengals this week. Man, nice. Uh, They're right now and again. You always you always say it on. We pick these games based on the spread on Wednesdays and we just use the ESPN app. It was just the first thing we thought of when we first started doing this a few years ago. Uh, so right now the Bengals are a three and a half point favorite in Detroit. Wow, three and a half point favorite, and you're taking the Bengals with the throat contusion. With a throat contusion of Joe Burrow. You know Joe Burrow is currently on a uh, he, he's he's on a speaking uh, what's it called like a so if you're if you're on a pitch count he's on like a speaking count right now he is can only right? say so many words hmm. per day they yeah. don't they're 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 checking out the vo- vocal box the they don't want him they don't want him. Too too injured. You can't be working that gravelly three nineteen three. No, it's got to be clear. It's got to be clear. Okay. It's got to be, yeah. It's got to be clear. <laughs> you gotta know. whisper it. Like, three nineteen. They're gonna be. They'll be in Detroit. It's gonna be loud in Detroit. We all know that they pack the stadium every week. I don't know how because they're terrible, but I don't think they really um, do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and five. Yep. Uh, so anyway, I will take the Bengals this week. Um, going uh, next to. Minnesota at Carolina. Minnesota is a one-point favorite at Carolina. That threw me off. I'm going. Is uh, what's his name out? Um, they're running back. Uh, Carolina. Sam Darnold. No, no, no. Oh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah he's Christian. out. He's still out. He's out. So that has to be why. Um, Sam Darnold still got Robbie Anderson. He's throwing the ball too, and that uh, not Moel Day Moel Day Moore, uh, DJ Moore, something more who he's been on fire with lately. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to take Carolina. I, I like I like home teams. Can I talk you into that? You uh, like home dogs, don't you? I, I yeah, I do, I do. And so I am taking Carolina uh, as an underdog at home. Uh, and then Dallas is a three and a half point favorite in New England. Dallas is looking. I did not expect them to be this good. They've looked fantastic. And, now, uh, why so they they they've got so much athleticism on that roster. Yeah, I feel like they under have underachieved so many times yeah, in recent without years. Without a doubt. I feel like I just expect that now. Um, but they're finally putting it together, at least so far this season. So three-and-a-half-point favorite in New England, I'm going to take Dallas in that game. So I've got Cincinnati, uh, Carolina, and Dallas. So you've got two favorites and a home dog. Um, so that comes to me. And, and uh, you know, I've been studying this all week, really been been tracking what these teams have been doing. Uh, you've got the one in four Dolphins versus the zero and five Jaguars. That's a game I wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole. 
Uh, let's see here. Brings you in. Now, this game is a good game. I kind of like this Packers-Bears game. The Bears or Green Bay is laying four and a half. Chicago has been weirdly good. The Packers somehow squeeze a game off against the Bengals last week, even though Mason Crosby missed more field goals in that game than his entire career. <laughs> than he has in the past three years or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think the Packers jump back, and I think the Packers win that game by a touchdown. I'm, I'm going with Green Bay minus four and a half. Um, running down this, there's some there's some bad games this week, man. There's a lot of bad games. One and four Texans versus the one and four Colts. I mean, the Texans are terrible. They're getting ready to start like a like a fifth round rookie quarterback this week. This is a game that I I it's ten, but it's ten points. I would love to take Indy in this game. In, I feel like Indy's going to win. I don't know, but ten points is too much for a bad team. Um, so let's go into what I think is going to be the best game of the week, and that's Kansas City in Washington. Are you taking that te- Texans Colts? No, I'm not oh, okay. taking that game. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs, two and three Kansas City Chiefs versus the two and three Washington football team. How about two and three Kansas City Chiefs? I know. Six and a half points Kansas City's laying at Washington. I'm going to take Washington in this game. If I'm betting the money line, I'm going Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win, but I think this is a uh this is a three point, two, three, four point game. So I'm going to take Washington at home. That's my home dog of the week. And I'm taking Baltimore minus three against the Chargers. This Chargers team is phenomenal, and I love this Chargers team. No, you know what? I'm not. Nope, scratch that. I'm not taking I'm not messing with that game. Three points at Baltimore. That Chargers team is too good. I just talked myself out of it. Instead, uh, you know what? Let's do this because we, we didn't even talk about if we were going to do this or not, but I am going to go with the three and two Oakland Raiders on the road minus – they're misogynistic, homophobic, racist head coach in John Gruden. I you shouldn't mean, say racist. I should say r- racist remarking John Gruden. You mean uh, probably 75% of uh, the NFL in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So here's my th- – can I just ask you a question real quick? Sure. So, so these emails, everything about John Gruden's been – did you know much about this? We didn't even talk about this at all. No, I, I've heard little bits and pieces, though. Right. Yeah. So it's been going on for 10 years or so, right? They're going back to these emails from 10 years ago. He, he was fired. He worked for ESPN and then got rehired. Number one, what's the statute of limitations – on getting canceled. Is there a statute of limitations on getting canceled? That's the thing. No, there isn't. That The first thing, when I first saw emails from 10 years ago as part of the story, when I first, I rolled my eyes like, here we go. Yeah, now, somebody now did, did something stupid a million years ago. Now, this is a continuing thing with exactly. him. That's the problem. Then I heard it's that. Continuing. And also, the man's like 58 years old. So, 10 years ago, he's 48. You have to know better by then, too. And then also, there's the, you know, and that's the thing. That's part of why I have never, re- have never really been a huge football guy or haven't in the last several years because it's that's, that is part of the thing about football and about the NFL that I feel like that's like part of the culture. 
and you hear story. You, we've heard stories like this several times over the years. Locker rooms. Uh, what was his name? The That's offensive lock, lineman. Locker from, room talk. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, uh, incognito. Incognito. Rich, yeah. yeah. But locker room talk, right? You always hear about locker room talk. I mean, look at the guy from the Jets. The white guy from the Jets who was at a country concert was at some concert yeah, yeah. dropping the n bomb like crazy, and they're like, "Well, he used to do it in the locker room all the time, right? Like he's like you know he doesn't understand. He just doesn't get it." And, so, and that's the scary thing is like guys grow up in a, in this super extra macho thing around football, especially starting like in high school. And then it everybody starts before starts, that. It starts before that, bro. Yeah, pro- probably. But it, yeah, it I'm starts sure it gets a lot worse. Oh, it's dude. I'm talking f bombs and everything. It, by the time you're in third grade, like these coaches now are screaming worse. and yeah. going nuts. That's it because that's what football is. You got to be tough. You got to be tough. You got to be tough. And I don't and like that. I, I feel. I so, feel like that's that. That I feel like that's that toxic ma- masculinity that people talk about. Absolutely, there's too much of that stuff in there. I love football. I love. I love the competitiveness. I think it's one of the most. It is probably the most uh, competitive in the moment sport that you can play because there's so much physicality in it. Mm-hmm. I loved playing football. I had no problem getting yelled at. Of course. This probably get me canceled, but our generation was a little tougher, right? We're a little tougher. It wasn't all about us. We didn't have social media where we thought everybody needed to know all about us all the time. It's not about us. It's about the team, right? So you're doing things for the team. People are a little softer now. Call it softer. Call it smarter. Call it whatever you want because some people are going to call it differently. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, like we talk about, I talk about this on a daily basis. I go watch my nephew play football. There is a difference between baseball parents and football parents. Yes. There's a difference between baseball coaches and football coaches. And fans, too. Fans, by far. That's why I don't like going to Bengals games, because people act insane. Stupid. And we go to a million Reds games, and, yeah, once in a while you see goofy people, but... For the most part, it's not anywhere close to football. I, it's it's insane. I love my football people. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely it's definitely a different sport. And when you get that high up into it, you get that high up into it, you're gonna feel almost invincible. And you you constantly have to push out this masculine tough guy thing that when it's, it turns into your everyday life, emails, whatever. You gotta be smart enough though not to put that stuff into a company email. Yeah. That's don't do it. That's stupid, yeah. And then you go and get your head kicked in by the bears. Somebody's gonna look this up and be like, Nope, we're done with him. He can't get the job done. Let's cancel him. I, we've had this in the back pocket for a while. Hey, social media, do your thing. And boom. He's gone. And then everybody, as soon as the one thing comes out, Boom. everybody jumps on. So here's my thing. This is my one thing about this, about how this is. At halftime, I watched Booger McFarlane, Adam Schefter, and Susie Kohlberg, Col- 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 Colber, whatever her name is, think, yeah. going off on John Gruden. Can't be done. Don't. How can this? Blah, 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 the whole thing. Every one of them also said that they've known that he was like this forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you wait till now. Well, that's real convenient of you. Right. I, that's the number one thing I can't stand. Real convenient. You wait till everybody else jumps on the band. Till everybody else starts. Now you jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Number two, look, I'm a Catholic boy, right? Grew up, uh, grew up in the Catholic Church. 
we we all know one of the most famous verses in the Bible. He who has never committed a sin can throw the first stone. Of course. But all these people better be careful. We're not going to have a president in 30 years because they're going to go back and go, when that dude was 14 years old, he said this on the tweet box or he TikTok, he was, you know, did this on a TikTok. It's, it's insane where yeah. we are right now. So just be careful, all you people out there criticizing and going nuts. Yes. Was it wrong? Of course. Of course what he said was wrong. You will never catch me coming out telling somebody's job should be gone or anything like that because you go back in my history, but I'll tell you that I ain't running for nothing. Yeah. I ain't running for nothing. There's way too much in my back in my past somebody dig up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh and we're we're probably gonna end up talking about something similar when we get to our comedy segment mm-hmm. here, but but it, it's uh yeah it, I, I'm on like a couple of different, not even sides, but just seeing it from different angles, I think, where it, I'm annoyed by how much, you know, the, the, the backlash and the piling on, like you said, um, the when, convenience of 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 the the moment mm-hmm. and being able to just harp on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it's just it's just like you know going with the current just just you know you see you see a crowd doing something and you just do it just to follow or whatever and some people do that and look some people have stories that that are coming Keyshawn Johnson was another one on his show in the morning was like I've been saying this for years. That guy's a piece of crap. He's a terrible, <laughs> he's a terrible guy. And he was his coach in he Tampa played Bay. For, right. He played for him. Yeah, yeah. So um but it's but you don't I, I feel like Two weeks ago, he wouldn't have definitely would not have said that. He might he might not have said anything nice uh, about him, see, but he wouldn't have yeah. said just flat out that guy's a terrible guy. Yeah, because Ke- Keyshawn's not gonna hold anything back ever, right? If you ask him about it, mm-hmm. and once again, convenience. Oh well, now everybody's talking about it. Well, yeah, I told you this. Well, come on, man, you didn't like this. I just don't this this all. Th- this is my thing. If everybody knew about it. And nobody said anything about it. Then I don't feel like I feel like you, the people that knew about it, mm-hmm. you're just as bad because you let it go. Yeah. Bring this out. Bring it out. If if don't now all of a sudden talk about how bad he is. You're you let it happen. You basically let it happen. If you knew he was this bad, you. I mean, you're that's part of the crime, right? That's a, not a, what do they call that when. When you like know it, a crime happens, you see a crime happen, but you don't say nothing about it. And then all of a sudden you become a like an enabler or, or a, accessory or something. Right. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's a I agree with you. I I think I've also been in many situations that I've seen things. People do things or say things that I know are wrong. And there's there's a pressure. that. But you, there's a difference there. There's a difference. You can see that where you can see that, right? And you can see it happening. Like, man, that was messed up. That should never. Ooh, man. But you're also not the one. Once that dude does get arrested or something does happen, where you're you're not out there jumping in the front lines on your microphone, yeah. going, "Well, I, I saw him do such and such twenty years ago." If you did that, then you'd be just as bad. But if you're just somebody that saw something happen, you're like, "I ain't messing with that," and you keep your mouth shut. It's a different story. It's still not good. It's no, still no, not I'm right, not saying it's not. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that it's right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's something to that, to that. 
uh, to the, the all of a sudden getting on your high horse, standing on your soapbox and acting like you are so much better when you knew about all this for so long. That's what irritates me. Yeah. I'm not saying what you're what you would be doing is right. I'm just saying they both annoy me. There, yeah, there's like a thing that people feel good. Maybe like feel good about themselves. I think it's, that's what you're saying is uh, or, or just like, you know, somebody that that. It, there's just like a feeling like I'm, I'm so woke or I'm so yeah. you know whatever yeah. I'm I'm calling this person out. That's that's what we're doing now, right, everybody? Right, everybody? We're yep. calling people out for this stuff, right? All right, so I got this guy. Look I, at I me. I got this guy. Look yeah. at me. I'm doing it too. Everybody, look at me. I'm doing it too. Look, I'm the same. I'm doing it too. Yeah. That yeah. annoys me. That, I've always liked Ryan Rosillo, right? If you I don't know if you ever Ryan Rosillo, I'm never forget a, a few years back when he was still doing his ESPN shows right after um Van Pelt got the midnight deal. He was still doing that thing by himself. The Rosillo was doing it on his own uh before he went to the podcast side. And something happened in in Iowa at I at the college. I can't remember what it was, but there was Somebody said something and it was racial or something happened. They had big old riots on the, I, I can't remember. I, th- this is what usually happens. It was such a big deal then. And now nobody even remembers it. Right. right. I can't remember exactly what happened, but Rosillo's on there and he goes, look, if you think I'm going to come on here and start talking about how bad this such and such is, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. None of us really know what happened. I think we, and I'll never forget listening to him talk about that. In the next week, it came out that whatever this dude was who was talking, who who started saying all this stuff, comes out. They were all false allegations, mm-hmm. and they could prove that he was just trying. He was he got cut or something happened, and he was upset, and he came out with all this stuff against the team, and it, all that stuff came out. And the guy came back and apologized for what he did, and everyone for a week was ready to cancel, was canceling Iowa and talking, and they all were, and then Ryan Rosillo was that one dude like, mm, hold up, y'all. I'll never forget that. I try to do that as much as I can. Hold on a second. Let's get all the facts. Let's 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 figure this whole thing out and not just follow the leader, man. We all follow the leader. Look at me. I'm with you. Look at me. I'm with you. Well, I'll tell you what. They're about to collect a bunch of facts because that, that was in the course of, of an investigation that was already going on, I believe, for, for oh, Washington. This is different in that way. Yeah, this is this is facts. <laughs> but but from what I understand now, that has opened up a much bigger investigation where they're talking about like six hundred thousand emails they're going through or something like that to not only check his stuff but everybody Coaches that was. And... Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is going to be. I think we're going to see a lot more come out from hey, a lot of other people what, that have you been know what this reminds me of this reminds me of when uh the assistant coach at Arizona got arrested and all of a sudden the FBI is like we're coming after the the NCAA look out it's we're coming after everybody there's more out there and everybody's like oh my god Chris Mack and Edmund Sumner and Louisville and but everybody's freaking out right everybody starts freaking out there's going to be so much more Everybody thought they were going to get dig into the real problem. They thought they would dig into the real problem of the NCAA and paying players and all that other stuff. They never did. And I feel like I remember because I feel like you could do this with the NFL coaches and do this to almost any coach you wanted to do it to. I feel yeah. like you could you could trap, not trap what what Gruden did. What he trapped himself, but you could find something on anybody if you really something that if you wanted somebody gone, you could figure you could find something on somebody. Yep. 
And and I think they're going to because I think I think this is eventually going to die down a little bit just this whole culture of doing this, but for I now so. for now we are at the peak of it and it's going to keep getting probably keep getting a little bit worse until everybody just kind of gets tired of it and every and and then we and everybody realizes holy cow everybody has stuff i mean everybody has stuff we can find stuff on, on we all got skeletons everybody. in our closet man none of us are perfect people we ain't perfect mm-hmm. and all the my big thing is though if you're going to go on tv and you're going to stand in front of a microphone and you're going to talk about somebody then you better be perfect yeah that's my thing yeah. I just, I can't stand. Now, if somebody's out there murdering people and something like that, yeah, I feel like I, okay, I could probably could probably go ahead and have a conversation about this. That's wrong. Shouldn't that's ridiculous. But man, just people got to be careful because this stuff turns around quick. Yeah. And it's I think you can still report on it because I think you should if if somebody's no. doing some real bad stuff, then I you know, people should know about it maybe for the most part and you know, to make sure that nobody hires this person in a situation that they're going to be able to do this again or whatever. But, you know, so you can still talk about it, but to, you know, yeah, everybody like shouting from the, from the mountaintop about how awful somebody is for using language or something, you know, for whatever, how, 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 no matter how big or small it is, if it's wrong and you shouldn't do it, then sure that then we can talk about it. That's fine. But don't, you know, change a person's life forever because they did something, you know, don't, don't like make it your business to completely ruin a person's life because they did something when, yeah. It, guarantee if I go back, might, yeah, yeah, guarantee if I really wanted to go find something, I could find something on you, you know, yeah. not you, but yeah. on that person. No, you can so just be careful, me. be careful what you wish for. Matter of fact, it's a good time. Maybe we should just get all of our stuff out right now. You so ready? I'll start. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. You ready? Listen, Let's do it. When I was, when I was 14, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> this reconciliation here on the nosebleed sports <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, All right, so uh, so you're picking. Did you say Oakland or Denver? Oh, there? No, I'm. I'm t- <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember. What did I say? So, o- Oakland at Denver. I think Denver's I took. O- I think I took Oakland. Oakland. I said. I think I took Oakland. Okay. I took Oakland minus. Yeah, I said I'm taking Oakland minus their misogynistic, homophobic, <laughs> uh, racial commented coach. Good pick. Thank you. All right, All right. Uh, let's get out of this and get into Major League Baseball. Once again, we were going to fly through this. We're 26 minutes into this thing, and all we talked about was John Gruden, man. forget We didn't even plan on talking about John Gruden. That's, right. That's all right. Okay, so, yeah, let's, let's do that. Uh, Major League Baseball, so we have our ALCS set now. The Boston Red Sox uh, took care of business, and so did the Houston Astros. A lot of people have suddenly, not a lot of people, I just saw something on Twitter today um, that was posted by somebody in Cincinnati. And then, uh, you know, so everybody in Cincinnati was saying, because most people in Cincinnati can't stand Tony La Russa. And he made some comments after the game about being unhappy about something the Astros did in that last game. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Because they won 9-1. to one. Yeah. So if you're in the playoffs and you just got beat 9-1, to one, you know what? Keep your mouth shut, walk back into the dugout. <laughs> And don't say a word, Mister. I've got seven DUIs and say the worst <laughs> things to black kids on the team. Come on, dude. Are you kidding me? Talk about canceling somebody, <laughs> Tony. Hey, Mister Larusa. Look, I'm not perfect. I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't perfect. Number one, I can't stand Tony Larusa because he coached Cardinals for so long. So this is easy for me. But are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? 
This is what I'm talking about. You're going to be out there talking about them. I oh my god. He's no. So get, get I, off my lawn. I don't even. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I did, I didn't even. He would say the same thing. Yeah, he <laughs> no. would. So I I didn't see what happened, and I didn't. I don't even have the context exactly, but it sounds like if if it was a that much of a lopsided game, he said something about uh, I wasn't happy with what they were doing in the eighth inning or something like that. So they must have been. Maybe somebody stole a base or somebody. You know, I, boy, I tell you what. A, mm, you know what? Here's listen. <laughs> oh, but I'm we don't you. have to look. Something happened there. He didn't like it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We don't have to deal with him Guess anymore. What? Guess what? He's gone. Houston does. Is, does he have a job next year? I, I feel know. like they, I, I. Him in the White he Sox. Had a DUI right before the season started. Not right after mention, he got did you hired. Hear, and when he got the DUI, they've got video. He's like, he's like, you guys know who I am? Yeah. I'm Tony Larusa. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. He yeah, he just does not seem like a terrific person. <laughs> but um anyway, yeah, he, he, in any sense of the word. We can we can we can we don't have to watch him anymore or his team anymore this postseason. Because the Astros, as much as people probably are still down on them, guarantee they are. Um, I, they they had one of the best seasons of any team all year. Absolutely, and, and and it's it's easy to root for because Dusty Baker was not involved in any of that stuff from a few years ago. That's my favorite part of this, and he's a, he's a very likable manager. And I haven't worn my Astros hat since we did the podcast on the Astros, and I put it on for that podcast. I have not worn my Astros hat since then. I'll, I'm not wearing it now, but if they beat Boston, I'll wear it for whoever they're playing on the other side. Because you know I ain't wearing it on the Boston side of things, right. man. It's my, my bow socks, baby. Right. Coming back, making things. Whoo, boy, them bow socks know how to make things fun. My favorite part of Dusty Baker managing the Astros is that Dusty Baker is still – Real serious about always wearing the mask, and he is the only person left in the world wearing gloves. He's wearing those latex gloves. He still. wears latex gloves while he's out there too. <laughs> yes, you guys. Do, I just want to make sure everybody understands. If you're wearing latex gloves for a three-hour game, it's not doing anything. <laughs> if you're not changing those gloves every time you put a toothpick in your mouth, or every time you take a drink, like. Everything you just touched, you should be taking those off right before you do that stuff. Wash your hands and put new ones on. I, I just learned this from the – I was at the Cintas Center. We're going to be working the concession stands for the team, try to get some fundraising. And they're like, look, every time you touch something and then you go to touch food or drink, replace your gloves and wash your hands in between. Yeah. And it's pretty serious apparently. So I, that cracks me up when people wear – will just wear gloves for like all day long. They touch money, touch their butthole, touch whatever, <laughs> and then put a toothpick in their mouth. Uh-huh. Especially yep. Dusty. You think he's got a toothpick underneath his mask? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you think so? Yep. I bet he's got like a whole stash of them in the mask somehow. He's so got he a pocket just, in the front. He, he, he just, just takes it out and slides tongue. it in on the side. He grabs with his tongue. Oh, he he's got a pocket touch. on the inside of the mask. <laughs> oh, Dusty got it going. <laughs> See you, Duddy. <laughs> See you, Duddy. I do like Dusty Baker, and I do hope good things for Dusty. Um, I mean, you can't not love Jose Altuve. Bregman can be a cocky son of a gun. Can understand that, but Jose Altuve and and especially Dusty Baker, man, you gotta love a guy like Dusty Baker. I want to see good things for him. Yeah. He's been so close so many times. That's right. Um, yeah, he's won everywhere he's been, and including Houston now. So yep. Uh, 
So you you have Boston and Houston, and that starts in a couple of days, depending on when you're listening to this. But um, we have Game Five, equivalent of Game Seven in this series, uh, for the National League Championship Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a it's the Dodgers and it's the Dodgers and Giants, which is basically the uh, the Reds. Uh, bullpen. Oh, even though Johnny Cueto didn't make the staff, which is hilarious because he literally pitched all year. Um, before we get into this, did you see Max Scherzer after the St. Louis, after they beat the Cardinals in the in the? Uh, yes. Oh my God! Yes. I'm watching that game. I'm watching this game. Max Scherzer all of a sudden randomly comes out. He's got no shirt on. Mm-hmm. Thirty forty five minutes after the game's over. And no shirt on, and he is drunker Hammered. than a skunk. He's hammered drunk. I mean, he, he chugged champagne. Had to. He could not. He could not care less. And he's talking. Apparently, there was an echo, and he couldn't even talk because all he could hear was the echo. So he couldn't talk himself. And I'm sure that made his drunken state even worse. And then he said, "You know what? Forget it. I'm drunk. Who cares?" And I was. I was like this. How long are they going to let this go? And they went for it. Was a good like two and a half, three minute conversation. I'm surprised. It went a long way. It was awesome. I loved every bit of that. I love Max Scherzer. I've talked to him about. We've talked about him on this podcast many times. That is one of my favorite guys. He's he might be my favorite pitcher. This this that brings up something that I wanted to talk about to you on this podcast, and we have talked about this in past probably every year we've done this. It I do not like that there is the same celebration for after you win the championship, after you win a one-game wild card, after you win the division series, after you win the championship series. Why is it the same celebration? I totally agree. It's not always. Who was it two years ago before COVID, the year before COVID? um, Oh, my gosh. Who was it? I thought it was the Dodgers maybe. Somebody made it past the first round and made it to the ALCS or NLCS and had no – they did not um, uh, have any celebration, and they they came out and they're like, "No, nah, man, we've got one thing, and we got one thing we're looking to do. We're going to win this World Series. We'll celebrate when we win the World Series." You haven't accomplished anything yet. You win the division series. That's great. That's a great thing. I would die, I would kill for the Reds to be able to do that. Yep. But I I don't need I don't need to watch a thirty minute celebration where everybody's spraying each other with champagne in the locker room afterwards. You did. You won the division series. Yeah. You have to win two more series to actually for it to mean anything. Exactly. Exactly. It, bo- it bothers me. I was watching that. I was watching that the other night. Oh my god! And, was, and I was like, god, that was awesome. Stop. That was awesome for Max Scherzer to see Scherzer in his all his glory. Because you know, if old boy old boy was drunk after drinking for thirty five minutes, <laughs> you know that that dude takes his off season seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How cool was it though that uh, Juan Soto was there, oh, and uh, so who was cool. the other guy? They had seats right it was behind him. Was it the hitting coach and yeah. Juan Soto were there in Max Scherzer jerseys? Yes, and rooting for him. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. He ran over, was giving those so guys cool. five, especially because Max Scherzer might have killed Dave Roberts if they lost that game. Yeah. Yep, he was not happy. Being wow, being wow, and he was so good afterwards. He's as he was stumbling through his interview, he's like, you know, Dave's been in these situations before. No, I was not happy, 
But he's been in these situations. He knew what he wanted, and Kelly came in and did his job. And and I know how much you love Kelly. Uh, what's his first name? Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. And uh, and 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 he was totally cool about it because they won. But you know that he was fired up. I really like this Dodgers team, and I actually I want I. I love the Braves, so so I kind of want the Braves. I want to see the Braves win it, it's but be a good I, I I love this. I love both those teams. It's gonna be a good series. I really want because I like all, pretty much everybody on the Dodgers. I I I almost wish they would have lost just to hear what Max Scherzer, Scherzer said about. Said after yeah. That, that would have been so great. Just for that. Oh my gosh, it've been so good. Uh, but I'm definitely rooting for for the Dodgers against the Giants. I've had this thing with the Giants. I don't know why. Hey, since they since really we were up oh, we were up 2-0 and went into San Francisco and lost three straight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was uh that that was hard and they they won three three World Series in 5 years or something yep. like that. Every and other I, year. I and almost every year I did not think they were the best team in the league. Yeah. For whatever reason they made it happen and congratulations to them but um hot team at the end of the year a lot like the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, this year, That's you know right. what I mean. They came in and beat literally the best team in all of baseball, uh, record-wise. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe Tampa Bay is not. I can't believe they're done. Isn't that insane? That's so strange. That yeah. team is so good. I know that team. And the, but the thing, the cool thing is, is they're young. Yeah. They're young, and they're going to be there again. They will be yeah. there again. Their starting staff from last year's World Series team. Not a single one of them pitch were were a starter in that. That's crazy. In that uh, in that Boston Red Sox series, they had three, like three guys that were fantastic last yeah. year and the year before, and and all young guys that just in the last couple of years, like wow, who are the, who are these guys? Yeah, I've never heard of these guys. And, and guys. yeah, and then they all get shipped out and yep. bring bring in three or four or five it's new insane. guys. I love it's it. Crazy. It's crazy. It's it's baseball. I I text my dad. I actually text. I accidentally text my buddy. Because we were texting at the same time, and I just texted. I just said, I love baseball. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my bad. That was meant for my dad. And he was like, oh, I do too. <laughs> was like, oh. It didn't even matter that I was talking to him or not. He was like, I just, I do too. <laughs> yep. All right. So we'll, we'll finish up that Dodgers-Giants series, and then whoever wins that plays the Braves. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. That sounds good. Adam, I got to tell you something, bud. Our next thing that we're going to get into is the – NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not well. We're going to talk about who we think will be, who we think are going to be in the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. But the NBA season is kick off next week. Yeah. I'm going to let you do your NBA thing for about 30 seconds while I run to the bathroom. Please do. So, Adam, kick us off with who you think is going to be in the um, in the what in the West and the East, and who your finals pick is. Yep. I feel like this is whenever this happens, this has to be everybody's favorite part because I am just (laughs) I am just uh, a nervous wreck to do this by myself. But uh, in the East, I think you have like four teams. You could extend it to maybe six, but the Sixers are are such a question mark now with all the Ben Simmons stuff. They should still be good, I think, even if they end up trading him. But I think they're if they do. They're going to not get much. So I think now the the last day or two, now the word is he may be coming back. They may be signing him again or not trading him, I guess. So whatever happens in Philadelphia, they should still be good. But all the turmoil and, and just the craziness of all this stuff in this offseason in Philadelphia, to me, I feel like is going to bring that team down a little bit. 
hate to say that because I have a, gr- a good friend that's a huge Sixers fan, but um, I feel like they might take a little step back as far as being contenders in the East. Boston is another one that I thought the last couple years they were going to be the top two or three teams in the East, and they kind of disappointed. I think they underachieved a little bit uh, the last couple years. They made some some uh, some changes in the front office. Danny Ainge is out. Brad Stevens moved up there. New coach, new head coach. So we're going to see what happens there. Um, but the Heat, I think the Heat are back. The Heat are going to be back, and the Heat are going to be good. The Hawks, who were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, um, they bring pretty much their entire roster back. Speaking but, of the Heat, real quick, while we talk about the Heat, yeah, did you hear Tyler Hero's comments? Uh, I don't know. He said Luka Doncic and uh, Lamelo Ball and a few other few other guys that have been really good young players over the last few years. He said, "I feel like my name should be in there with all of them." Tyler Hero said that. Tyler Hero said that. He said, I've been working super hard every single year, getting better and better. My game is as good as it's ever been. I feel like my name, I should be mentioned with those people. I hope he meant after this past <laughs> off season what he expects to bring this coming season. Uh, that was, uh, in all fairness, I didn't hear the question. I didn't see the whole interview. I just saw that snippet. But that's what people do nowadays, right? They, they Everything gets taken out of context. Right. I'm just saying that's all I heard. That's bold. <laughs> it's a bold prediction. I love Tyler. I love I love Tyler Hero. And apparently his little brother is a stud high school player or something right now too. Mm-hmm. And look, I love I love I, the dude is fun to watch. He 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 came into that team and was not what everybody thought he was going to be. He was much better and but Take a step back there, big fella. I'll tell you what, you can't talk about Luka Doncic. No, I'm mean, Luka, Luka but see, that's the thing is Luka's not even in that conversation anymore. Luka has moved himself out of the great young player into one of the greatest players MVP in the NBA. Candidate for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the top five players in the NBA. Absolutely. Anyway, okay. sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Tyler, uh, how do we, uh, you know, we don't get commercial breaks, right? We can take them anytime you want. I know, I just. I guess we could have easily paused. Adam's like, we could take them anytime you want. We could have just paused it, let you go to the bathroom, and then come back. Oh, doesn't matter. Uh, no, like we're making we're, you uncomfortable anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I was saying everybody's favorite thing because I'm like, uh, uh, uh. But anyway, the the so I think the Heat. I was I was just saying how I think Philadelphia might take a little step back just because of all the craziness that's been going on there. Still don't know what's going to happen with Ben Simmons, Boston. Who knows? There's you know changes in the coaching staff and the front office and all that. Um, but the Heat, I think, are going to be good. They added a couple guys. They added PJ Tucker. Um, they added uh, Kyle Lowry. Some guys, some veterans, tough veteran, defensive-minded guys, adding on to what they already have with Bam Adebayo yep. and and uh, and uh, uh, the whole Jimmy roster. Butler. Jimmy Butler, thank you. You're welcome. Jeez, I, it's it's so late. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're going to fly through this. He says, yeah, <laughs> you have the Hawks, like I said, but, but the, the nets and the bucks, I think are the top two teams that I think that I expect to be in the Eastern conference finals. So I'm saying nets and bucks in the East. Um, and then I'm going to, I, I've got to say the nets now it's tough because I, I, it's easier to root for the bucks for me, to be honest with you, because it's that, you know, it was easy to root for them last year for the same reason. They have one star. Yeah, uh, you know, you could talk about Chris Middleton, but they have one star really, and then they had just a bunch of guys that that played their roles really well. 
Um, and that was fun. And, and it's a small market and all that kind of stuff. The Nets do have that that big three plus adding the guys they've added last year. And, um, it, it's They're just so talented. And even if Kyrie doesn't play most or all of the year, still with James Harden and Kevin Durant, you yeah, have just those two alone and just those two alone make you a top five team in or top three team in your in your division or whatever. I don't even know what he's yeah. called conference. There yeah. you go. Without question. So I'm gonna go ahead and say the Nets, you know, the the Bucks ended up winning that championship last year, and I don't want to take anything away from it, but we did talk about how there were some key injuries uh, f- uh, you know, uh, among a bunch of teams last year in the playoffs. And there was kind of a a little bit easier path, I think, than most years for the Bucks to, to do that last year. And hopefully they prove me wrong. I'd love to see them win back-to-back. That'd be fun. It, it's it's fun to watch Giannis and Justin and Drew Holiday and Absolutely. You know, those other guys uh, get you know get to win championships. But So, anyway, I am going to go ahead and say the Nets out of the East and the West. Um, you know, you have Denver's going to be interesting again, of course, with Jokic. Um Jamal Murray might be able to come back sometime late in the season, so we'll see what what kind of difference he can make. The Clippers, I think, are going to be without Kawhi for a while, because um, he had he had another knee surgery. But they should still be. I mean, they still have a good roster. Um, Phoenix, of course, was was the representative last year from the West in the in the finals. They should be good again. Um, Utah had the best record in the league last year. I think a lot of people for, are forgetting about them already. Um, and uh, so I think – but but the Lakers stand out to me above everybody else in the West and honestly in the entire NBA. So I'm saying Lakers. I'm going to put Utah in there um, just because they, they, they keep flying under the radar as good as they were last year. And so – as good as the Suns were last year, with Chris Paul, with this and 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 everything they did, they were the team that made it out of the West. And you're you, they basically got their entire roster back. They do. They and do. you're still going to go with uh, with the Jazz instead? Did you say? I, yeah, I think I am. They're they're one of the best three point shooting teams in the league, and one of the best defensive teams in the league. And that's the game now. And um, and so I th- I, I think I'm going to put. Utah in there, and the Lakers have almost a completely different roster except for their two big guys, their two stars, uh, LeBron and, and AD. Uh, but they added another star in Russ, and then they added a whole bunch of other guys that are actually a few good young guys. Um, and then you add your Carmelos, and they, they brought back um, – so you're going to have – a really good defensive big on the floor at all times because it, it's either going to be AD, it, Anthony Davis, or it's going to be Dwight Howard, who they brought back, yep. and they brought in DeAndre Jordan. That's and my – Those three guys, man. Yeah. Uh, you're always going to have a rebounder and a defensive presence in the paint on that team, on the floor, all the time. The Lakers were already, I think, statistically the best defensive team last year. If they – and then they just – they added so much talent so crazy because usually great defensive teams are so young and fast and quick. This team's old. This team is old, but I, I still lo- think they have a good balance I of. They're smart though. They're all really good veterans. They're yeah, not, they're not. They're not. Um, 
who was the guy for Cleveland? Uh, the big tall guy played for Cleveland. That was a veteran. That uh, he came in when when uh, Richard Jefferson was there. Um, oh, what was that guy's name? Anyway, the, the guy that does the podcast with Richard Jefferson, probably. What's his name? Uh, uh, well, now it's gone. Um, anyway, they 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 brought in some they brought in some guys in his second time in there with Cleveland that were like. Yeah, they're they're veterans, but these dudes are they're not the crafty veterans, right? Like like Carmelo has turned himself into a crafty veteran. Last year with Portland, understanding his role, doing his thing. He's turned into that crafty veteran, like a Chris Paul. Chris Paul's just that's a different story, sorry. But Russ Russ is getting old, man. And he's still probably the second fastest guy in the NBA. Yeah. And this team is getting talked about about being old. You've got Obviously, LeBron, who's 37 years old and in probably the best shape of his life, which is ridiculous to say, but the guy's just always in phenomenal shape. Like a 20, like I love that everybody thinks they're old. I love that this team is going to be that old man softball team that singles you to death. You might go up there and have three guys that can hit bombs and hit a bomb every time they're up, but they're going to walk out and have a 20-minute inning and score 15 runs on 20 singles. Yeah. And I, that's what this team is. They yeah. know how to win. This team has been around and knows how to win. They should be good in the half court, but I think they can still you they st- could still run when they need to. Yeah, cuz LeBron's going to cherry pick and you've got and you've got Russ who's going to get up and down the court quick and get him the ball. Who can beat the other nine guys on the floor getting a rebound underneath the basket and beat the other nine guys down yeah. the floor. And then throw throw an alley oop to LeBron that's been standing at the other block the whole time. They have, yeah, I think they have a really good balance. I think they've got scoring. They've got they've got guys that are willing passers. Russell Westbrook has led the NBA in assists several times. Before him, Rajon Rondo was. They brought in yep. Rondo. Um, I was surprised back. to see Rondo come back. I was that was probably the biggest surprise for me because Rondo, like that's not something you ever hear somebody say. Yeah, we want Rondo back. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been said in any situation he's ever been in. But when, when the Kings this so this is where LeBron and Brady, to me, Tom Brady and LeBron James, kind of become the same person, right? They don't care. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your thought process is. I don't care how great or what 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 your uh, uh, Tom Brady and and Anthony Anthony. Oh my God, um, Antonio Brown. Hmm. I don't care. You are a phenomenal player. You're going to come play with me, and you're going to get your head on straight, or else I'm bringing you in here. Get your head on straight, or you're gone. That's LeBron. Hey, I'm bringing you in here. I know how great you are at what you do. You do something very well. You come in here, but you play by my rules because you ain't better than me. You can think you're better than everybody out there, but you are not better than me. Play by my rules. And it works, and that's what I I I'm I'm I, I'm excited to see this man. This Rondo and Westbrook as your as your point guards. You've got uh, it's I don't know. I'm excited. I'm just excited for LeBron to get another championship. <laughs> it, I, I think it looks like he's going to. I mean, it just as long as those guys can all keep their egos in check and stuff like that, then. I think they're going to because I think they're going to be good defensively, and I think they're going to be good offensively. And I think it's yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of brains on that team. Yeah. Um, 
and it's I I yeah I I just expect them. I just look at their roster and I think it's better than everybody else's. So I'm I'm picking the Lakers to win the West and the championship. Who do you All like right. in the East? So in the East, I mean, it's so hard to go away from the Nets, right? Like you said, everything you said about the Nets is it's it's so hard for me. I think the Nets and the Hawks are there. The Hawks are just getting closer and closer every single year. Um, I don't know what it is about Trey Young. I do, I do know what it is. It's his hair. Trey Young's hair will get them back into the playoffs, well into the playoffs, because they're a really good team, and he is a really good player, and he's he's becoming he's becoming more of a star and and finding a role as a clutch shooter to try to to kind of uh, feed into the the uh, the villain role, obviously with New York last year and all that good stuff. So I kind of in, I kind of enjoy that. Let's let's have somebody everybody hates. That's always fun to have. Um, Reggie Miller esque, if you will. So I don't know what it is about the Hawks, but I like them. I like Trey Young. Love his hair. Love all his bald spots. I'm taking. I'm taking the Hawks. I don't know why, because I think the Bucks and the Sixers are both better than them. But yeah, I don't know. It's gut feeling, right? Let's go Hawks and Nets. You know, I, it feel the Hawks kind of feel like Phoenix last year. Like they're exactly they're, they're, they're young, and you you weren't you didn't expect them to be to take that step as early as they did, and they did. The Hawks did last year. The Phoenix took an even bigger step. Yeah. And, and came from an even lower place before that, but it does kind of feel like they're they they do kind of feel similar. Um, so yeah, I I see what you're saying there. And so, Trey Young is a lot play his game kind of mixes is kind of a lot like Devin Booker's, right? I mean, they both can shoot from anywhere on the court anytime they want. They both can get to the basket at any time they want. They're they're quick. I mean, he's you know probably a foot shorter than Devin Booker, but uh, I mean the kid the kid can just play can play shoot the ball so yeah i do i do like i do like trey young i do like that hawks team i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the hawks and nets mostly because we're not betting on anything so yeah why not sure uh i don't know who's coming out of that yet so i'm not going to tell you but in the west i'm going i'm going out there bud i really like the sixers you know i love chris paul i want him to get that championship ring i love devin booker i want him to get a ring however it's Luka time, man. They missed their chance. Last year was their chance. It's Luka time. Luka and the Lakers in the finals. And Luka gets that one step closer. Luka gets one step closer in the Western Conference finals. But like all great players, Michael Jordan included, you got to get put in check early in your career. And Luka will lose. This might. This is going to be LeBron, probably be LeBron's last championship. I'm That's surprised to, to hear you That's say that. Say. Yeah, you know I love I I love LeBron James' game. I love the way he plays. I love I love everything about the way he plays basketball. And my son is obsessed with him. So if I don't if I don't pick him, man, I'm a, I'm a, I may not be able to sleep in my own house. So, but but you're not gonna you're you're not already saying like 2025 uh, NBA champion Lakers because LeBron James and LeBron James Jr. 
and and uh, uh, Bronny. Together. Yeah. Nah, man, that ain't gonna. Happen. I don't. I don't know. Bron Bronny looks good. I mean, have you seen video of him? He looks good. I don't. I mean, I don't think he sets himself apart from anybody. He's no LeBron James as a high school basketball player. That's for sure. I tell you, he's gotten a lot better in the last two years or so. Yeah. Just seeing all the video of him, his eighth grade year to now, he's a. Is he gonna be a junior? I think he might be a junior. He might year. be, yeah, junior, sophomore, know. junior. Um, but yeah, he, he and he's matured. His body's matured like crazy sure. the last the last couple of years too. And he, I remember a couple of years ago seeing like his first dunk. Yeah, and now he's like throwing windmill windmill alley oops well, sure. down. He was in eighth games. grade or seventh or eighth grade. It's like, oh my god, it was his first dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was thir- twelve or thirteen. Jeez, oh Pete. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. So uh, you have the so you have the Lakers and the Hawks and the Hawks. No, 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 no. I didn't say the Hawks. No, no, no. I have the Hawks you and Nets. Yet. I have Hawks and Nets, and I got Lakers and Mavs. Yep. I'm gonna go. I'm going Lakers uh, in the West, and I'm. It's so stupid. <laughs> you don't like picking the same as me. I hate it. <laughs> but how can you not pick the Nets? How can you not pick the Nets? You know, it's weird. I I. I don't dislike those guys, but I kind of am going to root against the Nets. Honestly. I think a lot of people are because of what they've done, right? I mean, it's mostly KD. The other one of them got traded, right? The Harden got traded. I mean, he basically forced it and said, "There's only yeah. two teams I'll go to." I think that was orchestrated. Yeah, I think he sure was. it was orchestrated. But but KD signed with them. Mm-hmm. He went there with Kyrie. And Kyrie was the one that was there already, and old boy's probably not going to be able to play. Yep. Anthony Wig- Anthony Wiggins. Andrew. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. Did you see he finally got his shot? Did he get it? Yeah, he said he had a, there was a whole press conference afterwards, and he goes, well, I guess this is it. I thought the one thing I had left to control myself was my body, but I can't even control that anymore. And it was pretty messed. It was, it was a pretty, uh, pretty bold statement from the young fella. But the difference between Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins knows where that money, where that check gets written to. He knows what he's got to do to keep that check in his pocket. And Kyrie is a whole different cat. He could care less now. Bring it on. If that's how you feel, listen, hey, that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I'm still going with the Nets and the Lakers and taking the Lakers, which sucks that we take exactly the same crap. I so want to just say Mavs and Hawks and take Lucas for his first championship just to be different, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But I am going to take the Hawks and the uh, and the Mavs. That's different from you. That's right. Yep, you're right. So we did get a little different. Yep. All right. That's good. I I mean it's going to be so exciting when basketball games start back up, and I'm, I'm I get excited for opening night and all that stuff, and and every Thursday it's you know. You got the TNT game, and you got games on Wednesday and Friday on ESPN, and all that good stuff. And then once the season gets underway, now you're talking in in November and December. You're talking, you know, there are a bunch of games. You're like, okay, I, I'm I'm fine. Just I'll, I'll you know watch Family Guy for the eight thousandth time tonight yeah. instead of this game or whatever. Sure. But and it's then like baseball, right? And then once you get back, you know, on the other side of that All Star All Star night, All Star weekend is incredible, and then. On the other side of that, now you're starting like, okay, now I got to start picking up. And then you get to March and April, you're like, okay, playoffs are coming. Here we now, go. Now these games are meaning a lot more and that kind of thing. And so, um, anyway, still very, very excited. So, 
Let's move. Let's move on, bud. This takes us – okay, so we, we, we went through our NFL picks. We uh, talked a little bit about Major League Baseball and uh, playoffs. We talked way too much about John Gruden, uh, which wasn't planned. We talked about our NBA picks for this year. Now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for us to get into something that we both – that's near and dear to both of our hearts, and this might be my favorite uh, Mount Rushmore that we've ever done. Take that back. This is probably my least favorite Mount Rushmore that we've ever done. This is the stupidest thing that we've picked yet. <laughs> no, no. What did I pick last week? Or no, this is the ago? stupidest thing we've picked yet. I We are currently about to do the Mount Rushmore of writing utensils. <laughs> you know, we're, we're running out of ideas, but there are plenty of other ideas. We're going to think of more. We'll um, think of more at some point. We, I, it, it I may, just thought may, of two, of, two you, of them, so good, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. got one for I'm next glad. week. I'm glad you got one for next week because I was just about to say we might have to take a break from the Mount Rushmore thing for a little while because it's a, it's, it's a good thing, but it's may, it may have run its course. But you got a couple, so we'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. We'll keep it running for a little longer. So the Mount Rushmore... This week is the Mount Rushmore of writing utensils. And Adam Schmidt, I'm going to let you, my friend, start this thing off. Um, I'm excited about this um, because this was, honestly, this was hard uh, because there are so many options for uh, so many different ways you can go here. Um, And I'm a person that feels like a, a good pen, having a good pen on you is so important. If there's one thing I could carry around with me all the time, it's a, it's a pen. It's a good pen. So, because you never know. You just never know. You just never know. You never know. You need one in the car. Keep one in Absolutely. your car. If you keep one in your pocket, keep one in the car. Keep one almost everywhere. Keep one in every room of the house. Okay? Make sure you have a, Make sure you're stocked up. One of my favorite things. I couldn't wait to, to get into this. The, I, this the, my dad feels the same way about a good pen, and he did for his so oh his entire career his entire career. Uh, he he needed a pen. He wrote down his little notes uh, for for what he did, and it was very important. He had all of his stuff: his belt, his his keys, his wallet, his handkerchief, and his pen. I didn't know your dad was a handkerchief guy. Dad was a handkerchief guy for years. Really? And years. Oh yeah. I want to be a handkerchief guy. Yeah. I want to be a handkerchief guy so bad. And I just I I I've got a couple of my grandpa's handkerchiefs. They've got a they're brand new, not not used. They're not his old used ones. <laughs> These are some that he gave me and it's got a W, it's got an imprint uh, 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 um, what's that called? Embroidered W on him, you know, for for his last name and uh, it was a fresh new pack. And he gave them to me, and I still have them up in the closet. I want to be a handkerchief guy. There's something about blowing your nose in something and putting it in your pocket. (laughs) Back in your pocket. It's so disgusting. So So gross. So gross. I mean, but I want to do it so bad. I want to be the old. I want to be the old man. Yeah. I want to be. I just want to have a cigar. I just want to have a cigar out of the side of my mouth. I don't, it doesn't even have to be lit. I want a handkerchief. I want a pocket watch. I want. Yeah. I, I just. I want it all, man. I want it all. Those cool classic things. Right? Exactly. Try it one time. Try it one day. Uh, one day you're going to be on the road. Yep. You're going to because you're going to see a bunch of people that you're never going to see again. Got to be in the winter know. time. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, stick I mean, one in your stick yeah. one in your back pocket and just see what happens. See if you find yourself needing a tissue. Oh yeah, got me Take a little hanky back out. here. 
take give it a blow, fold it back up, stick it back in there and see what happens. The end of the day, what did your dad do with that handkerchief? Did he rinse it out in the sink? Did it just go directly into the laundry? Was it used for multiple days? How how does that work? I don't recall if it was used for multiple days or I not. I feel like I, it would become a grimy sock. Like, yeah. Like it crusty is. and disgusting. It is. Each time you pull it out of your pocket, you open it back up and it sticks and you got to rip it apart. <laughs> yeah. See, it's. I told you it's disgusting. A, a handkerchief is disgusting. I have a, – a, but, but I'll tell you uh, – a, a, a guy who who listens to this podcast and watches this podcast a lot. Yeah, my cousin. Yeah, uh, he he's a handkerchief guy. He's my, he's a year older than me. Jared's a, a handkerchief guy. He is. Oh, I'm so. Well, he looks like a handkerchief. He guy. is. He, he's he's he an is, old guy. Too. He's an old guy. He's got a pocket watch. He's got <laughs> Jared. Jared. He's he wears cufflinks probably he, still. Yep. He's an old. He's an old baseball coach with a with a handkerchief in his back pocket. Oh and man, I bet he's pants. smoking heaters behind the. Oh no, that's just Coach Thompson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Jared doesn't do that. Uh, yeah, but a handkerchief's gross. But anyway, that was part of uh, of Dad's routine, and it was listen here. If 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 we're if we gotta grab a pen real quick to write something down, write a note down, write something down that if somebody's leaving a message or whatever, you better put that pen back where it belongs on the desk so that he does not have to search for a pen at two o'clock in the morning when he's leaving for work. Because guess what? If it's not there, he's waking everybody up. Oh, Dan would go wake everybody up just to get his pen. What I, at three? Your dad left for work at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like two like two thirty, two forty five, yeah. Oh my God, dude! Yeah. I would make sure he has it all the time. <laughs> I would have three pens there before I went to bed. And make yeah. sure there's something there. Don't that's you the, wake me up. That's the thing and that, especially in the summertime, single digits in the summertime in the AM, it better be one, two, or three because I ain't waking. I ain't gonna be awake for any others. Yeah, and we had a junk drawer full of pens. I felt like, but for whatever reason, every time there was like when you needed a pen, you open that drawer expecting to see a million. And you're like, there's none, or there's one, or there's, it's an old crappy one, or whatever. So the question is, what was your dad's one pen he would go to? It was just the classic Bic. And, and <sighs> Uncle and, Brad just pulled that out. Just said the same thing. I just said that's he, he's got one. Adam's got one right now. This is I've got a, a classic Bic. This is from a hotel, but it's the same thing. The classic Bic. I put a little spin on my classic Bic, though. I put a little spin on the one I have on there. I've got the I've got the Bic round stick ballpoint pen. Let me tell you something right now. Let me just preface all of this. Black over blue all day long. Black over blue forever. Can I tell you something? So, oh, for for years, years and years and years and years when I would forge my mom and dad's signature for something in school that I forgot to do. Failed a test or whatever. Failed a test, had a, deten- had a detention, whatever I did, and I had to sign something. I used to I used to try to think of every way I could to make it so stupid, do the do it so stupidly that the teacher would be like, there's no way you forged this. this is, like, there's no way that happened. I would sign her first name in black and the last name in blue. What? I don't know. Like, oh, the pen ran out. Like, I don't know. The pen ran out while she was signing it, so she switched up the ink. She switched up, switched up the pens. Like, that's such a ridiculous story that it's got to be true, right? It's so stupid. But it's clear as day that it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to do stupid stuff like wow. that all the time. I ever tell okay. you a story about when my mom, year, I was out of high school. 
And my mom grabs a book one day. I don't, we don't have books in my house. I don't, I don't even know what book it probably even was. She grabs a book out, opens it up, and a demerit uh, <laughs> fell out of it with my with my mom with my mom's signature. Me signing my mom's name fell out of it from like fifth grade in grade school. Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was bad about that stuff, man. I was terrible. <laughs> All right, so I, I'm putting. The, the the plain classic, like I said, this is the Bic round Jim stick. Jim Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, you just you grabbed the one that was in front of you. Well done. Good job on the silliest uh, Mount Rushmore we've ever no, done. No, I, I have that written I down. I believe it. Right no, no, I believe it. Um, I'm putting the classic Sharpie on there. The just, classic Sharpie. The old Once Sharpie. again, this is cool. I like this. Old We're Sharpie. not on the same page right now. We're not on the same page. So that's good. All right, let's go. Classic Sharpie. I'm going uh, number two pencil. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to steal one of yours. I know. Um, you still, that doesn't matter. We'll talk later. Okay. Classic number two pencil, but I'll tell you, I, I do not like a pencil if it's not a perfect sharp point. It, what, I, I, and I don't use pencils because of that, because I, I, I'll write, don't like this. I'll Got a rounded for, edge, rounded edge. I, I, if I <laughs> bless you, if I get a, a great point on that thing and I write for, you know, I write six words. I need sharpener. I need another sharpener. So you're an electric sharpener guy, then, right? You got to have if you're writing with a pencil, you need that. I do write a few it. words. I need back. it. I, I mean, I'm 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 going through. I'm whittling that pencil bit down. I keep quick. a pencil. I keep a pencil sharpener on me all the time. It's my pocket knife. Okay. Yep. There you go. We probably whittling. talked about this before. I right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. into mine. I got gotcha. you. So okay. So I'm putting a number two pencil on there because when it's when it's nice and sharp. I like it. I, 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 it writes nice. It feels nice. You can erase and all that good stuff. And then my last one, I'm putting the Pilot Precise Grip Rolling Ball the Black ju- Pen. The oh, the black, right? Only that's got, because that's got that. Uh, that those have the like rubber uh, finger things on it, right? Like where I you grip so. it. Yeah, they got the rubber grippers on them. Yeah. And I'll those tell you good. those are nice pens. Those I, are nice pens. They are, and I'll tell you why I put it on there because I not too long ago found out that that is because Conan O'Brien, I'm a big Conan O'Brien fan. I've pri- oh, I probably said it a million times here. Here we go. He's specific about his pens and that's the pen that he uses every time. Every time. And his assistant bought the wrong ones a year oh, ago sure or something that like was that great. and he gave her a hard time. Yeah. yeah. What that is such Oh my god. You're not that. You're not that important, Conan. You're not that important. I love Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien's great. I just heard that he gave his assistant crap for buying the wrong pen. Yeah, shove it up your. Get out of town. But in a fun way. I hope it was in a fun way because if it wasn't, that would really irritate. That would uh, make me not like somebody. Like I would have the. I would think Conan O'Brien's the greatest dude in the world, but he gave his assistant all kinds of crap because she bought the wrong pens. Get out of town. No, specifically, your life on, is he way waited, too easy. On his podcast, he okay. made sure to do all right, it. So all right, that all right, it was a fun right. thing. All right, so it was a fun thing. Good for him. All right, so so anyway. go over them again. What do you got? I got the I got Conan's pen, the Pilot Precise Grip Rolling Ball. I got the Bic Round Stick Ballpoint Pen. I've got the Classic Sharpie and the Number Two Pencil. Okay, so I'll start off with the Bic, right? So I love the Classic Bic Ballpoint, but I love the Clicky Top. I love the the clicky top pen yeah. and the the all white shaft black end black clicker. That's my love that pen. That's one of my favorite pens. So I got that on there. Um, number two, 
on the list. I just found these. My wife bought them, and they're phenomenal. Sharpie has a pen. It's a gel uh, gel pen. Mm-hmm. Smoothest writing utensil I've ever used in my entire life. Number three is this bad boy right here. I used to think it was called a felt tip pen, but it's called an ultra fine Sharpie, ultra fine point. I don't know if you get a fresh one of these, a new one, that's one of the greatest writing you'll ever do in your life. When they die, when they start to die, it's like a regular Sharpie. When a Sharpie starts to die, I hate that more. Yeah. I can love it as much as I love something to write with, and then I can hate it with all fury. <laughs> this is the same way. Yeah. Uh, is that number three? Yes. That's number three. Number two, uh, Brad Ellis, we appreciate that. The mechanical pencil was one of my favorite things back in the day. Loved the mechanical pencil. One, because it was always sharp, but the clicking down, and then when you get to that little end, you got to like pull it out and like hold the clicker down and kind of put it in there till it just gets in the right spot. You just try to get all the lead, right? You got to try to get every last bit of lead you can. I am, I carry with me a number two pencil. Everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, A wise man once told me every good salesman should carry a pencil because you never know what's going to happen to a pen. Pen can run out of ink. It can be too cold. It's froze up on the end, whatever. Pencil is always going to write. I always have a sharpener because I always keep a knife with me. My the floor the floorboard of my truck is filled with pencil shavings because that's what I do as I'm driving down the road because I also like a sharp pencil. Mine just doesn't look as pretty around the edges. Number two pencil, but I have found that there are certain pencils that are just better than others. Mm-hmm. To all my customers out there, I apologize for this on top of things, but the green. Hyde Park Lumber Pencil has the best lead or graphite or whatever it is inside of it. Whatever it is, it, it just feels different as it's writing. And it's crisp. It's, it's, it's dark every time you write. It doesn't get real. I don't know what it is about that pencil, but I've got three or four of them. And every time I go there, I grab one off their counter. I don't know what it is. Phenomenal pencil. So those are my four. I got to tell you, I do not like a mechanical pencil. No, I love mechanical pencils. The only thing I don't like about them is the erasers are, they go bad and they fall off the top and you're erasing with them and they just, if they're brand new, then they're too long and they bend them. Just, ah. But and, I, and I, then I was a huge mechanical pencil guy back in, back in high school and grade school. Okay. Now I'm just a number two pencil guy. I like to get mine about three quarters of the way. That's when I feel like it looks like you use it a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got the good look to it. You know what I mean? Like a handkerchief. Sure. You pull a handkerchief out, you're like, ah, oh, guys, uh, he's a classic old guy right That's there. Right. You know what I mean? Boy, you really are. If you do that handkerchief and you got the pencil. With the pencil I keep the pencil in my ear. Everywhere I go, I've got the pencil in my ear when I go to the different customers and stuff. You know, I just rip that thing out. Boom. Go. Let's go. <laughs> like to like like to have it ready to go. I like that. Um I w- the reason that I don't like the mechanical pencil is because the lead breaks so easily and I am a guy who when I'm writing I am gripping that pen or pencil with all of my might hard, and I'm yeah. pushing hard. 
So you I'm break hard. you break lead on mechanical break. pencils like they're going out of style. So easily. I'm a light rider. I'm a very light, loosey goosey rider. Unless I'm writing for a long period of time. Most everything I do now is just notes, right? Like quick mm-hmm. done in seconds. But like back in the day in high school and stuff, when you're writing long stuff, like whole paragraphs, yeah, then you're uh the old carpal tunnel kicks in, you've been gripping too hard. Yep. But now I'm a pretty light just just get it done kind of a thing. I, I push so hard and I grip it so hard and I, I go back over everything I write a, yeah. a couple of times. Ugh, it's I, I my hand hurts if I take a page of notes. Yeah, so that is as terrible as I thought that Mount Rushmore of writing utensils was going to be. Ended up not being too bad. Kind of fun. Nah, it was kind of fun. I'm excited to see what next week's Mount Rushmore is going to be. All right, so obviously the sports are done for the day. We just did uh, Mount Rushmore of riding utensils, which brings us into the final segment, which is something that's been getting a lot of play. We were really excited last week to do this. It had just come out the day before. It came out last Tuesday. Wednesday night, we said we're doing Dave Chappelle's last Netflix special. Well, the last one of the big $20 million contract he signed. We're doing that last special, The Closer. All week, I didn't watch it until today. All week, though, I'm hearing all kinds of baby and transgender and all this. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. What are we in for today, bud? What are we in for? This might be a little bit different. <laughs> so uh, if you haven't seen it, you might want to turn this bad boy off because, well, we won't get too deep into the jokes, I don't think. I didn't, I've got jokes written down, but they're on another piece of paper. Uh, once again, as usual, I, I start writing jokes down and what I think is funny, and then I stop because I just want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, I'm going to let you, once again, I'm going to let you start this bad boy off. Tell me, number one, what you thought about it, and number two, what you rated it. I thought that this was, and I, I think it. this happens a little bit more in every one of his specials, that it, it he he's he's funny he knows exact he's a master at using words and making things funny but it's more preachy it's more political or social issues yep each time it it becomes more that and less just you know the silly whatever jokes about you know anything mm-hmm. um and this was he, by, this was definitely the the biggest one yeah, that way it was um. So, <laughs> but he did. You know, I watched it. I thought, okay, it was funny, but that stuff stuck st- stuck out so much more uh, because I knew the same thing. All this stuff through the media and social media, and just people talking about being upset about some of the topics that he talked about, and I. <laughs> I so I I want I, I love stand up comedy so much so I naturally want to defend during this whole during this cancel culture thing I want to defend comedians almost all of the time and the same thing I want to do that with with Dave Chappelle I also am starting to feel lately that comedians go super hard defending themselves and other comedians with this kind of stuff. And so much so that I feel like there's a there's this thing that comedians have this this like safety net that they can they feel like they should be able to say 
anything and and just be like it's a joke you have to it's a joke you just have to be able to take a joke if you don't like it forget it we we talk about this all the time absolutely if you've got thin skin if you are very uh um you know sacred about the words that are used around yourself then you may not want to be watching or listening to the comedy specials we do at the end of the show because a lot of them can get racy they can get political they can get a lot of things Mm -hmm. so yeah and and so there's a little thing that i'm like kind of getting a little a little tired of hearing comedians kind of say like well it's comedy you just have to if you don't like it just don't listen to it or whatever there i think there has to be something somewhere some line that you've got to there are things that you can't and in some of the biggest some of the biggest advocates for for freedom of speech and everything in comedy and being able to say crazy stuff without getting you know without without getting in trouble because it's comedy you know some of those people have even said you know there are things that they won't there are lines that they won't cross whatever i don't know what they are but um you haven't found them yet yeah but I, I, there is like, and, and with, and also with Dave Chappelle, each time you can tell his. We mentioned it at the beginning. He understands where he is now on the in the ranking of all time comedians. A lot of people are saying Dave Chappelle's the best ever. Definitely one of the best ever on the Mount Rushmore, whatever. And and most people agree with him. I think I probably agree too. But I I'm always a guy that says let other people say that. You don't need to say, even if you believe it or know it or say or think it. I I go I keep going back to this. There there's a you know people want to like do the LeBron versus Jordan thing, and people who are hard Jordan are like will like say things like hate like hate lebron and people that are like no lebron you know we'll say you know jordan didn't play against good people or whatever you have all these you know hateful things to say about him but the one thing in that debate that somebody said somebody put like on the jordan side put this video up about somebody asking while he was still playing uh like at the end of his career are you the are you the greatest ever and he went into this like thing about i'm never gonna say that i am it, that's for other people to say it's up to it's up to other people to you know and i i never played against bill russell and will chamberlain and those guys i i'm not going to say that i'm the greatest ever because there are so many great players before me that i didn't never get to play against and and then there's the the thing where lebron said he, he yeah he thinks he's the best ever or whatever he but, wants he said i want to be known as the best ever okay i think there's so, a difference there there he wants. I thought he, he said. Yeah, I thought he said. Yeah, I, I think I'm the best ever. He he I, he wants to be known as he he. That's his. That's where he wants to be. That's gotcha. that's the way that that's the way I remember hearing okay. that quote. So, Dave, and Dave Chappelle sort of sort of tried to 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 pull that cover same it a little thing, bit. Right? Yeah, and he some said, would say. So, yeah, that some say is the, the goat. goat. So, but. He said it in a way that it seemed like he thought so too, and that's fine. Yeah, but that that was it. Just turned me off a little bit. But he also, I think, he feels like because he's now considered 
maybe the best ever or definitely one of the best ever. He is like, he feels like he should be able to get away with more than anybody else. There's, there's just something I feel like. You think that's what he was trying to get at? That he feels like because of how good he is, he should be able to get away with more? I feel like he might think that. I just get that feeling watching him and listening to him talk about his comedy, like not actually on stage, but like, in, I feel in like, see, I, I, I slightly disagree with that. I feel like he thinks all comedians should be able to do what he does. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think necessarily it's all about him. I think he, and not just comedians. I feel like he thinks, I don't care who you are. If you got something to say, you should be able to talk about how you feel. And if it's how you feel, who is anyone else to tell you that that's wrong, right or wrong? Because it's how I feel. Well, if it's how I feel and if it's what I think, then it's true to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading him wrong, but I, I, I just kind of get that feeling. And either way, he tackled some major issues that are, that are really, you know, uh, high profile issues right now in the last few years. He talked a lot about the transgender stuff and, the, and, and, you know, the gay community. He's been doing that for a long time. He has. And he references that a bunch in this. Yeah, he has. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's evolved. So his, the way he talks about it and everything has evolved as it should, as you learn more about it. Sure. Yeah. And, but I think there's just a thing where he he'll he has his opinion on it and he you know has all these jokes that are that are jokes but there's also you it feels like there's a, a layer of truth which is the case in a lot for a lot of jokes for comedians there's hey, you gotta think it before you write it right. right I mean right so yeah and and. I think he's changed it in a way or he's changed his his words in a way about that stuff where he now is is comparing the the plight and the um uh the uh shoot I just I'm struggling today buddy uh I'm I'm I normally I would help you out but I'm not sure where you're going with it the the struggle the struggle yep that's another one. There's there was another word, um, of that minority group, gay, lesbian, trans, mm-hmm. LGBTQ, ABC. Oh, careful! Now. <laughs> careful now, you fall right into it. Look, hey, y'all, y'all just remember this. You write no, no. it down. Write it down. No, one hey, hour, twenty six no. minutes, and forty seconds. Adam will never. I've got the I've run got, for anything. I've got the letters. <laughs> Yeah, A is uh 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 uh, 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 uh anyway, continue, a, a per- continue, continue, a, continue. Apricot sexual <laughs> B is <laughs> um okay. Oh, I am so apricot sexual. I'm such an apricot <laughs> apricot. Sorry, you said apricot. I'm such an apricot sexual, it's not even funny. He he talks about I don't know. There's a whole. I don't even want to get into this now. <laughs> he get. 
<laughs> Adam's trying to be a college coach one day. He doesn't care how it happens. He just wants to get into to college basketball. No, it's just somewhere. so it's just so complicated, and it's so it's so multi layered. That's, that's the problem, and I think that was what he was trying to say is is we all make it so complicated. Yeah. And he ta- he he taught he tells this big story about a person that I think he was saying it, Daphne it, is yeah, yeah it was was transgender. That he at first didn't like, and they they you know disagreed and butted heads or whatever, and then they became friends, and then he had her, her, yeah, her open for him, yeah, and uh, and then they you know he talked about how it it she laughed at every single one of his trans jokes right. and all that stuff, and she was trans. Right. I mean, she was a man at one point, and then. And then, it, you know, they finished with that, and then something happened where it was like it was posted online or whatever, and she got so much heat on Twitter or because whatever. she stood up for him. Yeah, yes, that was it. Yeah, she got so much heat that she ended up killing herself. And so, well, it's not said if that's the exact reason why, but it was a week week or two later. That's what I th- okay. That's what I thought yeah. he was saying. Um, so. It was a whole big, you know, a whole big long thing, and you, I, I definitely encourage you to, um, to to watch it and listen to that. But it tackles it tackles race, it tackles, you know, all the the LGBTQ stuff, and and how they're how they're the, like the parallel of what they deal with of the struggle of the plight of whatever discrimination the whole right the whole nine. all of that stuff and and calling that group out calling that community out for not not standing up for the race stuff or you know not understanding the race stuff as much as they should or i don't want to dave's, wanna dave's to big thing dave's big thing i mean he <laughs> All right. Anyway, go ahead. I'll I'll do my I, I, my part. I'll do my take on it after. I, I, I have to I have to just finish there because yes, it's so that sounds I, good. My brain is so scrambled. I've been thinking about this like for three days now, so hard. Yeah. And I I can't formulate. You're you're a white male. A good you're a white male in this society right now. You have to be very careful about exactly what you say and how you for. You've got your but, thoughts and your thoughts are jumbled because you want to. You know how you feel. You you. You feel a way about all of it, right? And mm. and and it's you are a very um, um, what's the word accepting person of of everyone, right? If if this is who you are, it's who you are. You're an accepting person, so you want to make sure you you bring that out without saying anything incorrectly. So I totally get where where you're having issues with. It, and it's not just that; it's it's really trying to. F- trying to find the right words to explain what he was talking about. Okay. And I can't, I, I it's, it's just hard to, it's hard in the beginning to, to begin with because of what you said, because I, my brain is not, is not in his head. It, Absolutely. It's, and it's, but I, I was hoping to, to be able to get a little <laughs> further. <than that>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping to be able to be a little more eloquent about how, what he was talking about there. But anyway, 3.9. Your turn. 3.9. That after all of that, that is way better than I was expecting after the whole sequence and everything that you got into. 
Because why? Because there were still parts that made you laugh out loud. Definitely. Quite a few. Because he did, yeah. Because he, because he's Dave Chappelle and he knows how to do this. Yeah. Dave because, Chappelle might be the GOAT. Maybe, no, hold on. Might be the greatest of our generation. The Goog. He might be the Goog. <laughs> he might be the Goog. He might be the greatest of our generation. Yeah. Greatest of all time is tough, right? Like you said, with the Michael and the Bill Russells and nobody plays against each other and LeBron. Like, it's hard to say GOAT because they didn't get to play against each other. Yeah. So he might be the Goog, if you will, because no matter what he does, he's like, I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh, my God, is this going to be like this the whole time? Mm -hmm. Am I going to – how many times do we talk about when we hear these comedians that are established and – have great a couple great specials one or two great specials and they get to the next one and it's like oh i'm rich oh i have different problems and here and it's like oh my god stop preaching to me man you don't even get it anymore this is the reason you were funny before is because you were a regular joe Mm -hmm. dave Chappelle did a couple things in this special that i liked and a couple things that were like eh i don't I feel like you. I feel. I feel like I got. A, I. I could say something to you that would make me sound terrible, but I feel like you need to hear it. So the things I liked, right? He he came out and he was talking about the Me Too thing and all that stuff, and he was like, "Why? Why am I?" Because he's all about why is everybody allowed to have these conversations about this? You don't. What? Who are you to have a conversation about this topic? Who are you to have? And he's like, "I walked away." From $50 million. I left it on the bus. I got out and walked. I kind of like that, right? He stands up for what he believes in. He's He he, he sees something he doesn't, he doesn't want to be a part of. And he doesn't let, like you said, we were talking about earlier, he doesn't let everyone or what, what's going on now, the thing that everybody's doing now, dictate what he's going to do, right? He uses his own brain for that. This dude is a smart cat. Like, he's funny, and he says some goofy-ass crazy stuff. This dude's a smart cat, and he does research, and he reads, and he knows a lot of stuff. And he uses that so well in his comedy. And as he gets older, like a lot of people, they start to preach a little bit, but he can still turn that stuff around. And in such a raunchy way, it's not even funny. He's leading the feminist movement. He's a feminist. And he turns around. The only thing I want in return. Watch a special. Um, so I like a lot of stuff like that. I like I like him. He came out and he was like, I don't think like here's the deal. You all hear me make these jokes, but you're not listening to the jokes. You're not listening to what I'm saying. What I'm every time I make a joke about LGBTQ or whatever, it's really more about you guys have no idea what oppression really is. Like you got, you know what I mean? He said, well, he even said it. He's like, I'm more, I'm, I, I'm jealous of you guys because you've came such a long way in such a short period of time. What do he say about the one girl in the bar? She was like, decades. We've been dealing with this for decades. And she got two big black gay guys next to her. And he looked at them like, are y'all going to say something to her? Because <laughs> it's been hundreds of years for us. Anyway, so there's stuff like that, right? He uses history. He's a big, you can tell he's a big history guy. 
He uses that stuff in his comedy. I think he does such a great job with that, and he makes you think. That's another thing I love about him. He can be as raunchy and as goofy as anybody can be, but he makes you think. The one thing I didn't like was the Daphne story, and I'm going to tell you why. He talked a lot about this LGBTQ. He's done with it. That'll be the last, at the end of the special, he said, this is it. I'm never saying another thing about it. I can understand why, especially after his good friend died and it probably really hurt him, right? Because she was sticking up for him. And a couple weeks after that, she ends up killing herself. (laughs) And this is going to be bad. I'm going to sound terrible when I say this, but you ever, have you ever been the person or have you ever had some, you, you always hear black comics and everybody or other people talk about, talk about white people going, Oh, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. This is my black friend. I feel like he was doing that in this like hold up y'all wait a minute i have a transgender friend like hold on a second i have one of those and i feel like where us as white folk get made fun of all the time i've caught myself doing it like hold up man i know i know like i hang out with this black dude like i oh shoot that's right this one guy right yeah and and that's the joke oh yeah i have a, a black you know what i mean i hang out with a black so that's I feel like he kind of did that with that. And that was that rubbed me the wrong way. Cause he he used that to get sympathy at the end of that thing. Mm. And I don't I thought that was uh hypocritical to the way a lot of people talk about a lot of his jokes would be in the past. That's the one thing, and that was probably the one thing a lot of people loved about the special. That was the one thing that hit me the wrong way. I felt like that could be a little hypocritical with the rest of the stuff that is said on the racial side of things. I feel like he was using that as a crutch outside of that. Dude, I laughed a ton at this. I laughed a lot, but there was some preaching and there was some stuff. I couldn't give it a five or a 4.8. Like I think I gave his last two. Yeah. I gave it a 4.0. We were right on each other. I got it got written down right there. Right. 4.0. There you go. So we were really close. But it's weird because I feel like I have to I have to talk about what I didn't like about it because Dave Chappelle's so good. You know you're gonna love him. The only thing you can talk about are the things you don't like. Most people were trying to find the things we liked about their special. Dave Chappelle turned these jokes around. He would make you think about some crazy feminist, uh, lesbian. Uh, transgender, you name it. And then he would turn that around and you couldn't help but laugh. I was I, like, caught myself a couple times. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't, it's not, don't, don't do that ugly laugh. Don't do the ugly laugh on him. Hold up. Pull it back there, Chris. Pull it back. That's who Dave Chappelle is and that's why he's as good as he is. So, Yeah. Uh, so, so then... After, you know, he, like you said, he, he, beginning of the episode, I think, I think it was toward the beginning. He said that this was, this was it for a while or maybe it was toward the end. Yeah. Because that's his, his contract was for like four specials or whatever it was with Netflix. Do you think he, and he's been so prolific over, I mean, he, those four specials were out over the last three or four years. Do you think that he goes away for a little bit and do you think it's because he's fulfilled this contract and he wants to take a little time off? Or do you think 
the backlash from this is going to make him want to no. back down. No, not 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 or take time off, not back down, but he'll take time off. He'll take time off because Dave Chappelle wants to take time off. I think he probably planned on doing those specials. I think over I mean, how many years was it since his last one? I think he had so much different material that he felt like he could easily throw four specials out there mm-hmm. and not have an issue. So I think and you hear about him in nightclubs all the time doing a little bit of preaching. You know what I mean? He's not always up there just telling jokes. He's doing some preaching stuff and history and you know talking about stuff like that. So I think he he had a baseline of what he wanted to do for these four specials. I think the closer, I don't know, I don't know that that's exactly what he thought this was going to be, but it's what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think I don't think he ever planned on doing another special right away or in the next year or two. I mean, this is Dave Chappelle we're talking about. He walked away from comedy in general for like eight years Yeah. before he came back. I think he turns into Eddie Murphy, man. I think he's gone for a while. I, I don't really? want to say 15, 20 years like Eddie Murphy, but I think he takes a good four or five more years off and and uh, kind of erases himself back. You'll you'll hear about things he does in comedy, sh- comedy, you know, comedy barn or wherever he's at. He does his own shows now. Right. And then, boom, and then he'll come back. But I think it's going to be four or five years before you hear a special from him. Wow. Okay. What about you? What do you think? I I can agree. I, th- I think it could be a few years before he releases a special, but I think he's going to keep working. Oh, I think he'll keep working. Yeah. I think you'll hear all – look, I mean, at the end of this, did you watch the end of it with all the pictures and all that? And the very end, it was him and Norm MacDonald, and it said, mm-hmm. for Norm – I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And Norm MacDonald was known for uh same thing as Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. You hear about it all the time. They just show up mm-hmm. at these at these comedy places. And they walk in and they get 15 20 minutes because they are who they are. Well, it they sh- Chappelle will show up and do 2 and hours. And do 2 hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and which which bums uh, the comedian, the other comedians that were supposed to go up after that out. But uh, everybody understands that it's, you know, that's a special thing. Right? The way of the world, man. I mean, if he's only going to do it once every month, then, yeah, you know what? You back up for the Goog. <laughs> I like the Goog. I think I'm going to start using that one. The greatest of our generation. <clears throat> there you go. I like the Goog. You could do that. I like the Goog. Uh, okay, so I mean, I, I mean, I, I would love for him to come out with another special next year, but I, I'm with you. I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be at least a few years. He's so good. He is so good. He is. This was his worst special, and he still got a four <laughs> yeah, from I both know. of us. Yeah, it was his worst one. Yeah, I agree. And he still got a four from us. Yep. He does. He is doing a uh, podcast with. Uh, <sighs> That's a bummer. It, but it's good. It's it's fun. I know it's gonna be and good. I, I've only, I've My, only the bummer thing about it is is Dave Chappelle is such an anti social media, mm-hmm. anti you know, new age, you know, he's a handkerchief guy. Yeah. Dave Chappelle has a handkerchief. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of guy he is, and that's the way I see him, right? I don't want him doing a podcast. That's what all the new guys are doing that that are trying to just get their name out there as much as possible. Dude, you're Dave Chappelle, man. Yeah. You do what you want when you want. You ain't got to do a podcast. Yeah, it, it's a little bit different. It's he's he does it with his, he does it with Talib Kweli and and Yasin Bey, who's most deaf. So he does it with those two guys. Oh, most deaf. Yeah, 
He's huge. But they're those two are tight. Yeah, they're yeah they're good friends. So th- so they so they this do isn't too. a comedy thing. This is like these people. They're talking some. They're just talking they're, topics. Yeah, they're just doing topics, and and it's professionally done and everything. And it's they do funny stuff, but it's not. Yeah, it's. I mean, Dave is just funny in general. Yeah, but he also like you know if you got most deaf in him, I mean, there's going to be a lot of racial topics, and 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 they might be funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dave will throw some funniness in it, but. Like I said, the dude is smart and he knows his history. Yeah, I've only listened to like three of them so far, or whatever. But, um, but it's 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 different than a lot of the po- podcasts you're used to hearing, and it's not that long. They don't do like two or three hours where they're just sitting there talking. It's, you know, I don't twenty minutes or something like that. I think. Oh wow. Um, so, but it's like it's kind of like, like our podcast. It's like yeah, just like our podcast. Yeah, real quick and Crisp, short and just yeah. boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. boom. Topic, topic, topic. Out. You know what? Speaking of that, let's talk about our comedy special and our Mount Rushmore for next week. Let's do it. Um, I think I actually have both because I think you picked okay, both good. of these Thank last week. God. <laughs> 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 um, so let's for for the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. It's uh, we're gonna end up doing two comedy segments, but for the Mount Rushmore, I'm I want to do the Mount Rushmore of comedians who play instruments on stage. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of research. Okay. I like I mean I love I love that this is where we've come to. I love it. This is why okay. I this is why earlier in the show when you were excited that you said you had a couple and I said hey, this might need a break for a while. This is why. Comedians that play an instrument on stage. This is why I said what I said. I, I think just because I already have my four and I have <laughs> Are there more than four? Can can we do duets? Can we do duets? Duets. There's a comedian duet. Comedian. I don't know. How to all two ladies. The, yeah. 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 Uh, Garfunkel yeah. and whatever. Garfunkel and Oates. Oates. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. yeah absolutely. They okay. play. They play because she plays stage. a ukulele. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Um. So anyway. Okay. Yep. We'll do that. Maybe it'll end up being terrible. I mean, Mike Birbiglia. Duh, I mean, has brought an instrument on stage. Did he? Yeah. I was just listening to it on Sirius Radio the other day. Is Mike Birbiglia singing a song? He was. He started talking, then he just broke into a song. I mean, it's a terrible song because he doesn't sing. Obviously, <laughs> listening it, to him, but was he playing guitar or something? I or think he was. Piano. Huh. I think it was guitar. You know what? I feel like that shouldn't count though, because he doesn't do that all the time. Is this somebody that does it all the time, or just if they've done it? Dave Chappelle plays the piano. I've never seen him do it on stage. Yeah, I have, they have to do it on stage. I feel like as long as they've done it before, and that's part of their on comedy. a special. They've done it on. They have had to have done it on a special or on Comedy Central somewhere where it's recorded them doing comedy on stage with it. You have to be able to show me. A video of that happening. When there's this many rules, it makes it tough. <laughs> it's not that many. They just it's have not. To be You're right. right. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Instrument. Okay. Got it. All right. So we'll do that. And you had a comedy segment. You had a comedy guy that we were supposed to do before. I don't know if you're going to do that one or not, or if you have a different one, but what's the, comedy That's not be? the one. So um, next week... On the nineteenth, so it would be one day before we record next week's podcast. So yeah. if if 
if that's not enough time, that's fine. We'll, we'll do something else. I do most everything the day before or the day of the podcast anyway. So. Same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Like we said, Just this is Just kidding, everybody. Really... We are prepping every day. We have this meetings is... every day for this thing. This yeah. is therapy for me and Adam. It we is. just get together yeah, to sit down and hang out and talk for a minute before and after this. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to talk about comedy, sports, and silly stuff during. Yeah. So we're good. All right. Theo Vaughn has a new mm. special coming out on Netflix next Tuesday. Yes. That is uh, awesome. I uh, see. I'm excited. I love Theo Vaughn. So do I. And I don't know if he's actually named. He, he has named it, but on, and I listen to his podcast every week and I don't think he's actually said the name of the special. Cause he, for a long time was like wrestling with all these different names. He's trying to figure it out. I don't remember him saying it yet. So, I don't have the name of the special with me. It's Theo Vaughn. It comes out on the 19th. That's what we're doing. It's on Netflix. Uh, so, he, he's... Oh, my God. If you ever get a chance, him talking about the softball players, that might be <laughs> yeah. the greatest of all time. Just, he is... My man is... he He's he's a good pod. He's good. His podcast is good. It's very good, yeah. He's just a funny dude, and he just doesn't care, and he says what he says. I want to do a podcast like that. I want to do a podcast where I don't care. Like this, is, I, I do care about this, right? I care about the podcast, but I also care about what I say, and I yeah, care yeah, yeah. about the people that listen to it. You know what I mean? I care about presenting myself a certain way. I, I want to do a podcast where I don't care. Me and you could sit down and just talk. Oh, my God. God. If we didn't have full-time jobs, exactly, or families, exactly. <laughs> or <laughs> grandparents, grandparents. <laughs> we didn't have parents that listen to this. <laughs> no, um, no, it's no. I, I, dude, trust me. I've thought about that so many times. Yeah. Like watching all these other people be really funny, and that that wouldn't. It's not what would happen with me. But. I disagree. I think when you let loose, especially like if you've got certain people with you. Like the inside jokes that come out between like you and your brother or, or or Bobby or you know just certain friends and certain people, right? Like, you, it's easier to do that stuff when you're with people you're comfortable with. You know what we need to do sometime? What's that? We need to do a, a podcast episode. You, me, Bobby, and Joe all. Oh my here. god! All we've here. got. A, I've got a fourth mic. We've got. I've got four hookups. We could do this. We're, oh we my gosh! Do, you know, it wouldn't. Joe would. He'd be quiet. He'd be so quiet. He would be quiet because yeah, but especially but, with Bobby there. Yeah, Bobby would uh, would start overtaking. But last time Bobby came on, dude, old boy was nervous. He was Remember nervous. that old boy was nervous. It was not. Time. It wasn't the Amanab we all know and love, right? But but he's but he's one of the funniest people I know, and so is Joe. And you're right; most people don't know that because Joe is is only Super funny quiet. around he, certain people. He is. He's only funny when he gets to do his little 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 uh, dry cracks that he does, which are yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he's he's. I don't know where he gets it or where I I didn't get it, but he's so much <laughs> sharper minded than I am. It's I I I envy that so much, but. Um, it, that would be a fun podcast. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen here in the next next month. And we just have to find it's just, it's got to be when Bob, Bob's got to be Bob's yeah and and that's it. It's gonna it's be not different. gonna be like it's not gonna be sports. sports. Stuff. Yeah. No, it's we're just gonna I'm gonna say something. That's how I want it to be. I want to pick the topics. Yeah, 
I want to just have a list. I want to say one to three words, and then let's go. Well, I, I'm so on board for that. Okay. We got to make this happen. We got to figure out when Bobby gets off of when Bobby has a weekday off yeah. and make this happen. That sounds good. All right. That sounds good. So now we're uh, now we're getting that. Oh, also next week, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. College basketball is getting ready to start. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to make uh, something happen next week for college basketball. Have a special guest for everybody then. We've got uh, Theo Vaughn and his new special next week. We have comedians who play an instrument on stage. Adam, I'm getting this thing under two minutes. Or two minutes, two hours. <laughs> Don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>